0: Ain't got time to kill I got time to feel like the red tail life short so I want to live real supposed hey y'all welcome to time Smith I am glad that you are here uh, this is where I help those of you who are overwhelmed at work or <clears throat> just want to get focused or clear I help you get rid of distractions and get through your day with a daily routine also you can be clear you can be in control productive and have that done feeling every day. Kind of like a space heater. Uh, My whole room is warmer now thanks to that space heater. I want to be your space heater where you might just need a little uh, encouragement. You might need uh, the warmth of just knowing that what you do matters and that you can have control. So I hope that this podcast warms you up. All right, so today we do want to talk about I do want to talk about something that I think really gets at the heart of a lot of what I teach, which is the difference between working hard and overworking because I think a lot of us have a good work ethic. We want to work hard. Um, probably if you are listening to this, uh, you can probably count yourself as one of those people, but when do we know the difference and how do we measure, how do we know the difference between hard work and overwork? Well, I think that it's really important question because I think that somebody who overworks uh, actually does worse at work. They um, all the areas of their life suffer. Uh, But if you are able to do to work hard, then all the areas of your life flourish, including your work, Uh, you get more done and um, it's better kind of all around. Use of your time and just better life overall. So instead of just giving you <clears throat> like one definition of hard work versus overwork, I want, a, I want to use a little bit of time here just to uh, make some comparisons and kind of paint a picture for you. So let's imagine, kind of like Bob Ross, uh, we're painting, you know, a, a blue smudge here that turns into some mountains and, and a green smudge here over at the other side that turns into some trees and uh, eventually the whole picture comes together. And without telling you that he's drawing a picture of mountains and trees, you kind of just come to grasp it yourself. So let's talk like that today. Before I get started though, I do want to tell you, uh, I want to offer you a free gift today, my power routine guide. So it's the five step routine, including um, the three lists you need. It's kind of like your train tracks. um, If you're the train, just gets you to from point A to point B really quickly, it gets through through your day, knowing exactly what to work on next. And if you're anything like my other students, you'll save a couple hours first day you implement this. So check that out at timesmith.work forward slash guide. All right, so uh, men, you might struggle with some of these or some of these areas worse than others, um, or maybe you're, you're pretty good in most of them. Uh, the point here is not to discourage you, but just to um wake you up a little bit maybe if you need it. All right, first overworkers react, but hard workers prioritize and stick to it. Overworkers think they need more time. Hard workers cherish the work, the time they've been given. Overworkers feel good from getting back to people right away. Hard workers feel good from accomplishing what they set out to do that day. Overworkers think working at home before spending adequate time with their family or working late is just what it takes. But hard workers know that family is an even more important job than their work. Overworkers rail at innovative ideas because they mean more work. But hard workers love new ideas because they mean less work. Overworkers don't delegate and feel it's all on them. Hard workers humbly and willingly ask for help and invest in others' growth. Overworkers multitask. Hard workers work on one thing at a time. I'll say the first one again. Overworkers react. Hard workers prioritize and stick to it. Overworkers are never present because they're constantly checking email chat trying to get as many things done as possible. Hard workers understand that this moment is the one that matters. Overworkers burn out and long for retirement. Hard workers have a pace they can endure and hope to help their work through other people through their work even in retirement. Overworkers complain. Hard workers provide solutions. Overworkers have a scarcity mindset or hold on to what they have, even if they don't like what they have. Hard workers know that there is enough possibility out there to go around and help others find it and seek it themselves. All right, so I hope that that helps. Let me get a little bit more practical. But in general, you can see that overworkers are uh, reacting. They're They've got this mindset that it's all on them and they've just got to push and do all these things whereas a hard worker it's not easy but they they uh, prioritize and they set to it they get true work done by the end of the day they care about the moment they care about other people Let me give you a little bit of an analogy to think through this An overworker will try to try to swim against the current basically so they'll jump in the river and they'll try to swim upstream but the only the unfortunate part is that the current is too strong for them all of the demands of all the people around them um, inevitably kind of push them back and they don't make any progress in their day a hard worker refuses to even get in the river of other people's demands and expectations, they they refuse to even get to let communications and chat and email and everything else run their day. Instead they stay on dry ground they take their machete and they get through the jungle. They might have to fight for every step that they take but every step they take is real progress they're always making progress. So by the end of the day they might look back and it might be that they've made it a mile or two. Now it wasn't easy, but they made true progress. So let's get a little practical. If you want to do a great job at your work, but it's not, if you want to be a hard worker, here's some practical things you can do. If you want to do a great job at your work, you've got to know that work is not the most important thing. If work is, most important thing, you'll never be satisfied. So let a job well done serve you but not rule you. Number two, block yourself off from distraction. This is actually hard work. People think the opposite for some reason. They think that if somebody isn't answering their email and chat right right away that they're an anomaly. That something's off and they just don't care but the truth is that they're making true progress in the tasks that matter most to those people those very same people it's hard not to constantly reply back to people because it's just safe you know that nobody can possibly be mad at you for anything ever but you've got to do it it's hard but when you're uh, not distracted from everything around you, then you're faced with a real task and you actually have to get it done. There's nothing else to do. And you've got to get the actual work done. This means that you're forced not to people, please. Uh, and it also means that you have to prioritize your finite time. Again, blocking yourself off from distraction, it's hard work. It's easy to overwork and just compensate for not prioritizing, compensate for not cutting yourself off from distractions by just working constantly. Number three, you don't get done each day and didn't get done what you had planned, um, if you're an overworker. So a hard worker prioritizes, they focus, and they finish. When it's not working, an overworker stops and thinks, this isn't working. I need to change something. An overworker desperately tries to get everything done. They don't realize that it's impossible, that to do an analogy I've done before, if you're out on a bike ride, you can't possibly ride every road in the city. You have to set out what's, where do you wanna to get to and then you've got to take just those roads. You can't um, you can't just ride every single street. Please every single person. Do every single task. And hope just by hope's sake that you got to point B. Number four. You know that you're an overworker if you get your best work done on vacation. In an airplane or late at night because you can't get your work done during the day and are not disciplined. Your non-discipline leaks into your whole life. So because you're not disciplined during the day, you don't say no and you actually focus on what's important and plan and prioritize those things. Block yourself off from distraction. When you aren't uh, disciplined at work, you're not gonna be disciplined at home. You're not gonna be disciplined on the weekend. You're just going to constantly overwork. Number five, you're only ever thinking about work if you're an overworker. So it's okay to think a lot about work, but something greater than work has to capture your heart. I would suggest Jesus and looking into what he, is, what he means and who he is. You have to have be able to focus on something bigger than yourself and your work. That's one way that you can actually be a harder worker instead of a desperate overworker. All right, that's a quick one today. Do you want to become a hard worker and hone that side of you in a bit? Do you want to get out of the river of constant chats and emails all day long? You want to get through those and get done with it, but you don't have to struggle through but you don't wanna have to struggle through the jungle? Well, you can use my daily routine to guide you and help you see the progress step-by-step. I've already laid out the path so that you can do it each day. So download my free two-page guide that will help you you take back at least two hours a day at timesmith.work forward slash guide. Here's one example. The average person spends two and a half hours on email a day and I have over 50 projects ongoing at any one time and I spend about a half hour, 45 minutes on email a day. That's a lot of projects in email. That's a large part of my job and I spend only that much time on it. That's two hours less than the average person. So that's why I think just that alone, if you can get down processing and turning off chat and email notifications, you can get back two hours a day starting tomorrow. So download that free guide, timesmith.work forward slash guide. And I'll see you back here next week.